Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 241 of Fear the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is Russell Latham, and joined with me are Daryl Taylor. How you doing? Jim Dietz. Hey, who wants a beer? <laughs> and back from hiatus to join us for this uh, season finale, Mr. Aaron Newworth. Hey, Live from the mall. Live from yes. the mall. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally podcasting it outside of a movie theater. This is as Hollywood as it gets for me. He <laughs> just, just, just stepped out of Forever 21, so. Yeah. <laughs> He's all set. I had to get some new skinny jeans. Of course. <laughs> oh, I bet. That's the only Got jeans you. I found at the mall now. Skinny jeans. So. <sighs> I've heard of them. I make certain parts of my body cringe just to hear. So yes. let's, let's move on. Uh, well, hey, season finale time. Yeah. So we're going to talk about episode 16 of season four of Fear the Walking Dead. I lose myself. What do you do? Well, when you lose yourself, you need to go find yourself. No. You, play, you play that song, Touch Yourself? No. There's, yeah, there, I was trying to. I was trying to find a way to make a joke on that, and it just wasn't happening. So I just, I, I, I yeah, I didn't. Hey, um, hey, ask the listeners how much they laughed. <laughs> oh, wow. more for, more from what you said than what I probably would have said. So, but this episode starts, and we get, we finally catch back up with Al, who was, who's been MIA, um, and. She's. It's kind of. Fun. I don't know if you guys thought this, but at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode, she's like running one direction, bunch of zombies chasing her. Turns around, runs the other way, bunch of zombies. And I, I, I just for whatever reason, I just had that Batman sixty six thing in my head where Batman's running around with a bomb <laughs> and he, like he just can't. She away. looks like the worst runner. She does look yeah. like the worst Sometimes runner from the way it's shot. Of a bomb. Yeah. My, my, yeah. I was just thinking like. Girl, like they're zombies. They're not. You know how fast they go. You don't need to be yeah. sprinting like this. You could just power walk and save yourself some energy. Yeah. She could <laughs> have. It's not like it's twenty eight days later. Zombies. These are like Walking Dead zombies. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not World War Z zombies. You know? Just walk it out. It's not like she's clonking around in shoes either. She could, you know, do a little soft step. They won't even know she's there. I'm saying. She could have danced her way out of it. My, my favorite part of the, the owl, my favorite part of the owl part though is when she finds the bulletproof vest and the um the rifle. And I just it was almost like you know in Resident Evil when you let you, Dude, you, I had you that in my notes. I was you level up. It did feel like a video yeah. game. I was waiting for it to say like stars on the back or like Raccoon City Police Department or something yeah. like that. Uh, that's <laughs> what I thought about the Raccoon City. That's exactly what I was yeah. thinking about the game. She turned into Claire for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, "Dang, she's all Resident <laughs> Evil out here." Yeah, it is kind of like that, right? For the for the Walking Dead universe, right? I mean, sure. you have to, everything is about finding the right tools at the right time, right? Yeah. I think fear taps into it a little bit more. Honestly, I think they use locations like that that kind of give you that re vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Walking Dead seems like it's on its own path. 
Like, but yeah, I, I could I could see that with fear. I could see the you know since they don't have a comic to like have to work off of. I can see the taking inspirations from certain things like the yeah. Resident Evil series. You they level got, up. You have to put up huh? a shotgun to pick up a red plant, to put yeah. down a bullet to pick up a green plant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, I hated that so much. And put them so together, much. and then you can pick up the gun again. I they'd run into a creepy right. guy every once in a while who's willing to sell them stuff. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they all have a thing, right? Like, Alicia has the little uh, thing she made, that little knife yeah, kind muzzle. of thing. Yeah. The little muzzle, uh, yeah. which we call it, has just liquor, right? He he, he has his bottle of alcohol that strengthens him. Right. He's also he's also the master of unlocking. And the master of unlocking, That's right? <laughs> <laughs> I give this to you, the master of unlocking. <laughs> All right, Al has her vehicle and tapes. That's yeah. kind of her thing. And what you call it has his guns. John has its has his, has his uh, side guns. gun. His six guns, yeah. Can't stop that. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, I thought it was funny that she she finds a car after so after she escapes from the zombies she locks the door she finds a car mm-hmm. and conveniently there's a radio in the car it's like oh that's convenient <laughs> um, and then she finds the news truck which I thought was cool so she's able to to get a new camera and pick it up and, uh, and you go saw on. the joy on her face yes. when she saw that camera it yes. was more she was more excited about the camera than she was about the car and the and the gun yep. When she found the first car, I always because Jim, you pointed this out often, where she just you know she just rubbed two wires together and got it going. Like that's all you needed to do. Like that's that's, yeah. that's, that's what you do. That's what you do in movies and TV. You know, you just everybody can hotwire a car. Yeah, you, you just you just grab under somewhere, pull down a piece yeah. of plastic. Presumably, some wires will fall out. You just tap a couple wires together. I, and here you go. I started sure. my car that way. I didn't even want to use my keys. I wanted to be cool <laughs> like that. Yeah, we're all the master of unlocking now. Yeah. <laughs> um. But we find out too that she's like kind of what's been going on. So she's traveling south. She she uh, radios in to the group and says that she's uh, a few miles south of the hospital. So we find out which which direction she's uh, she's definitely going in. Um, and then uh, she comes with so she comes across across Martha and Jim, and this is where I why'd I, you say that name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is just one of those Walking Dead moments where she squares off against him, and she has the shotgun, uh-huh. and yeah. she does nothing. And she's yeah. so dumb. Uh, yeah, oh, so and, dumb. So even after she shoots Jim to get him yeah. down, she she isn't able to kind of get Martha uh, uh, situated, uh-huh. and so uh-huh. she gets knocked it's a, out. Yeah. Uh, and, then when and, she, and it could have ended big, so quickly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a big, it's a big contrivance. And there's, there's two. Yeah. There's this one, and there's yeah. another one. There's the car thing later on. And it's mm-hmm. like, you guys, like, we've spent a whole lot of the season trying to show how smart we are, and now we're in the finale. We're going to pull some like, you know, rookie mistakes. It's like, okay, like, I, I can forgive this to an extent, but it's yeah. like this isn't the best way to start an episode right here. No. I mean, I would forgive it more if they had because they had the pieces, right? If you had it where she didn't see the other walker behind her yet until the last second, and then she uh-huh. turns on that walker, and then he, she hits her on the head and knocks her out. Like that would make a total amount of sense. Then you have the beat on this person who has been killing people. Left and right, so you know she's yeah. a killer, and she hasn't been seen as someone who will hesitate to shoot. You know, someone who's a killer. She's done it before, so it's, yeah. there's no reason she would emotionally get, be stuck shooting this woman. 
yeah. who's already killed people in her group. So I, it doesn't, you know, like it didn't didn't make sense. Out of all of them, she would have just pulled the trigger and not thought twice about it. Yeah, it's it's again, it's a contrivance. It's you yeah. know, a way to keep this plot moving, but it's like, uh, like good job for what Aaron Stanford getting in. So the, the the zombie makeup looks good like a zombie and whatnot, but it's like, dude had, had his head blooded off because there's no reason that they yeah. should have been standing there. They weren't even long. friends. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> like like this means something because this guy's standing here in front of her. Just shoot yeah. him. Just take him out. Yeah. Just shoot him. He's already dead. Right. No, just just doesn't even have to shoot her. That just disables her from being able to act because like, oh you just lost the weapon you're gonna use against me. Like just do anything besides right. stand there. All right. Maybe she was afraid of losing the beer recipe. She didn't want to shoot the beer <laughs> recipe. <laughs> they got to yeah, find a bad boy. Mad TV's Mo Collins got it, and the and the and the super secret, but which she is it's know love. That. It's love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the uh, secret ingredients on antifreeze. Yeah. Ooh. Oh gosh, you can't yeah, lose, really. man. That's why they say check the tat the the caps. Always check the caps to see. If they've been broken into, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, sorry, well, never listen. That's all right. I, I was thinking of the season one Simpsons episode where they use antifreeze. That's a callback. <laughs> uh, but so Al wakes up from her uh, head trauma, uh, back with the group, um, and we find out that Martha made a video for Morgan, and it's just in, and it's more about how she's going to make him stronger, and she knows who he really mm-hmm. is, and. Yeah, and she started singing. Yeah, yeah. I'll be stronger, <laughs> faster, and uh, made everybody mad. Uh, so then Morgan starts talking about Alexandria and and just uh, it's a pretty place. Yes, it's the best. It's the best place. All the good things. Oh, happen it's there. the best. All the good so things good. happen there. The bu- the buildings all stand tall. Yeah, all the time. They're made <laughs> out of candy canes. And when the, I, streets well, are, the streets are paved with gold. Street, they shower. Yeah. They sh- they shower me with love the second I arrived. That's right. <laughs> it's it's a wonderful land. But he also talks about the other communities too, not just Alexandria, because they're like, okay, where is it we're going? And and you know he he starts to kind of explain to him, but. But yeah, that, that uh, and then after that, uh, I feel like I just real quick. I feel like I I talked about this. Or, I apologize for not being off most of the season. I really would have liked to. It just things kept coming up. But I, I liked how I, I did bring up that it seemed like the show was challenging itself thematically as far as what we're going to do with these characters. As far as are we going to go to Virginia and just be a Walking Dead, or are we going to stay on our own path and be Fear the Walking Dead? And I like how the the show kind of made like a meta commentary on itself throughout this season, as far as what we're, our plan ultimately is to be. Should we just keep doing our own thing, or should we try to assimilate ourselves with the the TV series Prime? And here we are at the end, you know, getting ahead of myself a little bit, but like they do make a decision, which I thought was neat. Yeah. Yeah. But Morgan decides he's going to go after Martha. He's he's just on this crusade where he feels like. He can still save her, and that he can yeah. he can bring <laughs> yeah. her around. And, and oh, John, he got annoying! I feel the good within him. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like really, really and I love good. John's speech because he's like, "Some fish can't be caught." Like you, yeah. put the bait on yeah. there, and you go through it. And he goes, he goes, "I'm really talking about fish, but <laughs> I think what I'm saying might be applicable <laughs> in your situation." I just, I just thought that was funny that he makes a point of saying, "No, I'm really not." It's like. 
I'm I'm not making an analogy, but I am making an analogy, but I'm really not. Making, it was just it was just it was a very John Dora right. thing to uh, to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John's just smart enough. Like that's how. Like yes. you know, be, be, his 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 physical skills can get him by when it comes to like shooting oh. and whatnot. But like he's oh. just smart enough to impart wisdom when he needs to. Yeah, which he's is, like I'm you know, no genius, but I know the right <laughs> thing to say at the I right think, time. I think, I think if he took himself too seriously, then he would he wouldn't be as as likable as a character. Exactly, either, oh, for sure. you know what I mean. 100%. I mean, if, he, if it was like you know, oh, I got some homespun wisdom, I'm gonna Will Rogers mm-hmm. it on you right now. It might be a little bit much, but he he's he endearing. Knows how silly is. Yeah, exactly. He's he endearing. That's that's the thing about it. It's it's you know you you root for him. Yeah. He puts his boots on one leg at a time. Just like you. <laughs> yeah, I, I jump right in my pants. I don't. Do one, like I'm cool. Okay. Morgan even gives John the directions to Alexandria. He he flat out tells him like, "Look, I if I don't make it back, uh, you know, here, here you guys, you know, go on without me, and and I'll mm-hmm. I'll catch up." And uh, and so they kind of they kind of part part their yeah. ways. It's become a. I wish. It, I- well, it became a thing of you know they don't want to leave him. Like he keeps trying to do this. I will sacrifice myself for the group thing, and it's like enough already. We're together. Like you know, we're not going to just desert you. Um, you know, just to get freedom. We, we, you know, we're gonna we want to go there with you. Um, it kind of echoes his arc on the parent show too. You know, going from you know self sacrificing to an essential part. You know what I mean, and then. I don't know. It's just it's just very true to the character. I thought anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is. It's 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 true, and it may, it fits as far as how do we make this series like you know feel worthwhile? And I it'd be, and that comes back to just casting Lenny James to begin with, because I mean, there's been a pretty seismic shift in Fear of the Walking Dead in general, and I do think it does help having a familiar face. Like not that I needed the show to be more like The Walking Dead to work, but I think the way they've retooled it, having him on board, I do. Think has been a benefit to the series overall, in addition to all the other changes that they've made. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I know we were skeptical at first. We we're like, "Oh, is this, this going to be a gimmick? Is this going to be kind of a, you know, a, a rough fit or whatever?" But he's really, uh, really has enriched the show. I really think it's a smart move. That said, I could have used more Strand making fun of Morgan, but you know, you, you get what you get. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think if anybody, if, I think if anybody this half season that got short shrifted overall, it was it was Strand. Yeah, uh, I agree. He was drunk most of the time, but still, I mean, he could have used some more, more work. Yeah, yeah. He should have enough in his system that the antifreeze shouldn't affected him. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> All right, that should yeah. have been the story right yeah, there. Really, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah just, just, just have Strand like fine. Nobody else. Everybody's like, why are you guys falling out? Right. Like, what's wrong with you guys? He's just drinking the water down. Like, no, no problem. Like, what, what's the problem? What's going on? What's happening? If I. To guess, I do think Coleman Domingo has been kind of busy. I think that might have been why he's been in the season less. So he's been in. He's been. He's been starring in a few things. He directed one of the episodes, right? Right. So yeah. it's yeah. Might have, might have just been an availability factor, and it's not like the show's been short on characters. I mean, right. if, there's, if there's one thing both of these shows could use, it's more focus on less of the ensemble cast that they have. True. Uh, so Morgan's able to get a hold of Martha. And she tells him she's at mile marker 54. Mm-hmm. And so basically we're 
back it's it's funny in this episode like everybody's back where they were kind of at the beginning right like right. morgan goes to mile marker 44 to meet martha where her story really began with her husband in the car accident uh, and the rest of the group goes back to the truck stop where morgan started this half season um off after he after he got hijacked in the in the back of the the 18 wheeler so so it's kind of like every, every everybody's back at the beginning again um and so June and I thought it was kind of sweet that June and John kind of had their moment, you know, yeah. while they're at the truck stop yeah. and uh, they kind of stopped the whole uh, like, you know, fiddling around of, you know, like nobody, you know, neither one of them really wants to say how they feel. And, and mm-hmm. you know, John's just going to like it. He's afraid to push her. He's afraid to be too aggressive and push her away. So he's, right. you know, he was very timid. And she was, you know, didn't want to be attached to anything. And it's like them being apart and getting back together and everything they've been through is is kind of put them in a position where they're like, uh, no, they're 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 together. They're a thing. Which which mm-hmm. had me really really scared for how this uh, this episode was going to end. Right. Uh, I was really uh, I was yeah. really you, you I had some anxiety over it. You don't get to be no. happy that that no. kind of thing. <laughs> no. no, let me ask I you mean, something. I... Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. No, 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 go, Jim. Go, Jim. You go. I was going to say, while you're watching this, since you knew it was a finale show, did you expect someone to go down? Did you expect someone to get killed? Were you, like, I waiting did. for it? The whole I episode, totally like, did. I totally expecting did. it to happen? Um, you know I know I was. They trained you I, see, to be that see, way. Well, see, see, I didn't. And I think it's, I think the show actually trained you. It might have trained I mean, you could be suspicious because of The Walking Dead. It makes sense. But I do think it... I think the arc of the series for this second half has driven it to be more optimistic. I think that comes from the the whole like the more lighthearted tone this season. Even though Martha's you know kind of a, a big dark part of this, but I mean the uh, having more in the guys in the like, that group like go out like planting the like, the little um, the boxes and whatnot with the things and like giving hope to people and saying hey we can all help out each other. I do think it's where the first half of the season was very much a downer as far as you lost a lot of the original cast people died the whole society you know the whole stadium thing fell apart burned down i like that this season kind of flipped the script on that and it gave you just one main antagonist to worry about who is so utterly nihilistic in her approach to things versus the rest of the cast that wants to literally not just survive but help other people survive i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't have been surprised if somebody did die but I'm also I was set with how things out went ended up like I seeing like the romance for example between um between the two of them I was like I I, don't, I I'm in a position where I don't think either of them are going to die I think the, the show is actually just going to let them have this and let that go uh, and mm-hmm. I I, apl- I applauded for that reason compared to like The Walking Dead where not that it's not like as a criticism but as far as that show is very much rooted in its nihilistic nature it very much plays up the we're all we're all alive until we're dead kind of aspect where fear is a little bit more loose especially now since they've been trying to retool the whole thing and i think it did a good job of that like i was i could say yes there was tension i i wouldn't i won't deny that but i do think the season has very purposefully had a a lighter touch to it than uh state of the past yeah i'm I'm glad of that god gotcha I was going to say, I'm sorry, Daryl. I was just going to say, I think the parent show kind of, like, programmed me that way. Like, when the cast gets so big, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's the season finale, you know, A plus B equals C, you know, from the parent show. And I was super glad they didn't go that way. I was super glad they kind of made their own way and kind of just, like, ended up with a cool way to reset the story and, and, um, 
in, in their own way, you know, rather than having to go along with those, uh, you know, what we would expect. I'm glad it wasn't what we expected. You know, I'm glad For it sure. didn't Cause it, yeah. Because it'd be super depressing to be like, well, we ended the first half of the season with, you know, Madison dying in a blaze of glory as the mm-hmm. entire stadium burns down and all the people with the, whatever, those those convoy groups or whatever, like, they're all, like, murdering each other and all that. It'd be so depressing to be like, like all right, now let's murder more of these new cast members that we like. So it's like, that's different. Like, so I, I, I do like what they tried to do here. Well, even with these kids, I mean, with, with any show that's about uh, the characters surviving, there's uh-huh. a tendency on TV to just have it where at the finale, somebody has to be sacrificed. Um <laughs> So it does train you to kind of, if you watch enough shows, and I, you just can't help but think, you know, like, is this when the gauntlet gets dropped and we lose this character or that character? And I, and I do like how they, um, hey, kids, don't laugh at me. And I do like how, um, I have how they should have to work with here. Yeah, I do like how they didn't, they didn't play on that. They didn't kind of play on a character will die, and they didn't play on. Right. You know, like it, this this revelation of a new enemy coming. Either they didn't they didn't do any of that. With the, it was just a nice change of pace from from seeing any of that. It's them trying to fight to get through this one thing. They they, they dealt had to deal with her, but also survive the world in itself. Just surviving the world was enough. Um, it kind of got that out of the way last week too. Yeah, kind of killing off. Yeah, 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 man. If I could, got you got exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it wasn't why even, I remembered his name. But. Right, it wasn't even a big thing. I mean, when they did it, they like they didn't advertise they were going to do it. It happened, and you know, move on. So, and I think they put these all these characters did go through something that put them in a better place for the most part. Uh, so I think I, like the, I think the show. Hmm? I, I I'm sorry. I, I think the show okay. does benefit from not being as buzzy as The Walking Dead. Yes. It doesn't really need to take big yes. strides to be like, guess what. Not only are we having an extra special Talking Dead this week because of the guest stars, but we're having some crazy things shake up this season. Like, it doesn't need to do that. Like, the show's... It's it's a much different beast than The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. It's not the phenomenon that that show became. So it's like, we can, you know, do what we want to do. We can do... we can. And again, there's no comic to base this off either, so it's more... It's a little more freeform. It has a little right. more... It can be a little more jazzy about how it handles a zombie apocalypse. Right. So now, after the credits... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so after after John and June have their moment, we cut back to Morgan, and uh, he comes across Jim, and he puts him down. And mm. I like that. Again, Lenny James just does such a good job. He says more with his expressions and his body language than a lot of actors that actually open their mouth and speak. And yeah. Yeah. you could tell there was a lot going on and, and a lot of remorse and regret. Uh, when, you know, when he, he, you know, put, put Jim down. Um, and sorry, it, Jim. Sorry. Yeah. Stop and then he looks over down. the field and sees Martha, uh, at, at what is the gravesite of her, of her husband. And mm-hmm. she's pretty much like passed out at this point. I've, um, I've been a little hit or miss on listening to some of the episodes, and I apologize for that because I do want to kind of keep up with everybody's opinion. But where are you guys now with Martha as a villain? Mm-hmm. Are you are we like? I I like that it wasn't this big group that they had to fight. I, I did like that part. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't some uh-huh. some evil 
you know, uh, uh, a master villain that put brought together like this evil group, and then they had to go through this whole battle. I, I like that it was kind of a. This was someone who just lost it. Like she just went crazy. Um, and in this world, I was very glad they didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just gonna say I'm, I was very glad they kept the origin on her short and sweet rather yeah. than doing this like yeah. two episodes of set up like the governor or whatever. Doesn't need to be uh, a big thing. Well, there wasn't a beard. There was there wasn't a bearded Martha episode. No, right. nothing. Did, I, know. I think if there is, I missed it. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't need this big thing of this turn. Like all these things turned her into the big evil that we that we face right now. Like you didn't need all that. It, it was the world is crazy enough. People go crazy from things. That tragedy was enough to make her the way she was. Boom. And Dura, Dura makes a great point. It shows how much chaos one person can can yeah. you know contribute you know into this situation just by being like an agent of chaos. Not you know it's not a giant uh, you know uh, it's not like the the um, the saviors or you know the, right. the um, you know the governor's town where it's just one person stirring up the stirring the pot you know and it's kind of a, a riff on uh the the character of of zoom from uh the flash actually you know i'm going to make you better by making your life harder and making yeah. you, you know better by uh by you know making making things tougher on you but um what, I, I just thought it was, I thought it was so, go ahead i'm sorry um what i'm hearing is because i did hear a slight hesitation when i asked the question so what i'm hearing is i feel like the conception of this character is more appreciated maybe than the presence overall is that fair yeah i've been i've been referring to her as bizarro michonne uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot sense. easier I to get the opposite of michonne you know? her situation it 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 felt a little too long to take her out like it there were so many yeah, times that's... she should have been taken out like once they shot her they had a beat on her when she was in the truck she should have been dead then really if you think about it like that yeah that could have been it. Um, that's and that's my take too, because I, I do like the concept of this. I like how she's performed. I like the the actress that's doing the job here. Mm-hmm. I just think she's a little bit too master planny. Yeah, um, as yeah, far as yeah. how effective she's been in really screwing up a fairly competent set of people. So it's like really this one person's like ahead of the game when you guys have trucks and cars and mansions and all kinds of things and alligators to work with. <laughs> like it's it's been a little it's a little much that she's able to cause like be the center of all the madness going on. But I can understand it more as a a thematic device overall as far as one person represents chaos versus the rest that represent hope. In that in that line of thinking, like what it wanted to do there, even if it's not a hundred percent solid. Mm-hmm. And again, it's playing. It's playing uh, counter to the expectations from the other show. You know, most of the for sure villains yeah. we've had on the other show have been, you know, like we said, you know, they have groups behind them, they have philosophy, you know, and all this other stuff behind them. And this is just one person acting alone. You know, it's, it was a nice contrast from from what we've gotten used to. So yeah, I keep is. saying that about this show, and and I, I mean it's true, and I, I think it's one of the things I really appreciate about it. She's more. I, I mean, it's hard to say, like, likable or charismatic, but it's like, you know, she's not Negan as far as the kind of esteem that comes with a character like that and how Jeffrey D. Morgan plays it and just being Jeffrey D. Morgan. But, like, she's not like the governor who I think was just kind of a sinkhole of depression and like things I don't care about or right. like, want to, like, be a, be a fan of. So it's like it, it fits in the middle somewhere in there. I, I almost see her as just kind of like an overblown nuisance. And, and yeah. I don't mean that in a negative manner. Mm-hmm. Again, like you guys were saying, it it sh- it goes to the to the power that in this kind of environment, how someone 
with ill intent could really jack up a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I, again, I don't think the point of her is as much of like a quote, big bad as just, you know, a, a way for the, for the group to kind of have to, to respond to, to what's going on. And I, I don't know. I, to me, I, I think it works because you have a villain that isn't. So this show decided to retool itself. They added a lot of new cast members and change the direction of the show. And so if you do that, and then on top of it, you have a very strong villain, like a, like a governor or a Negan or somebody like that. I think it's too much. Like you're, you're trying to, you're trying to get yourself uh, familiar with the new cast. And then they're also throwing in this major villain who may or may not, you know, end up sticking around. I think it just ends up being too much, but the way they did it, it allows us to kind of learn more about the characters that that have come into the show um, through the, the what the villain of of this half of the season has putting them through. So right. again, I think the concept of her, I I think we we have been maybe a little a little harsh, but I think it was just because I, I don't think we kind of fully understood the motivation. Um, it took a minute because you really yeah. didn't know what what you were trying to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think over the last few episodes, I think the way the writing has gone has helped us understand where she's coming from. And again, I, th- I think I've just kind of put myself in a spot where I, I get what what they're trying to do with the show, and it and it makes me less critical of uh, of her. Like I think if if she was the villain on the main show, I think I'd have a very different opinion of yeah of yeah. what they were trying to do and and i I think my reaction would be very different for sure and i think it you know it's also just a side effect of both doing a podcast where we have to analyze every single aspect of the show as well as kind of placing things on a certain pedestal when it comes to what you want things to be versus the reality and it's like i like this show i like fear the walking dead but it's not perfect and so I'm going to have to, you know, you have to call out the things that are a problem and that might emphasize them more than they actually really are in, in, ter- in within the realm of the, in, the show as a whole. It's like this, this show's not perfect and it's not just because of her. Like, right. so it's, mm-hmm. But it's, you know, if she's not fully delivering what we want out of a perfect version of this show, then, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, easy to hi- it's easy to highlight what some of those issues are. Yeah, and I did like that it didn't, because she wasn't such this big threat, it didn't get in a way of the characters uh, talking to each other. I like that they were developing relationships with each other. Um, and she didn't impede on any of that. They were still able to to, to get yeah. across their own kind of self-discovery this season that made For their characters sure. it's better. A, it's a good peripheral villain compared to having it be a constant force that right. gets, in the way, gets in the way of us understanding some of these people that we want to know more about before we get into heavier plot or whatnot right i don't need a whole thing of i have to kill this villain because she hurt us or you know they this yeah they did this to us and most of them is just you wanting vengeance is the entire motivation for the characters i'm, I'm glad they didn't fall into that again yeah yeah i don't mean to bog it down with all the martha talk but it is the season finale so i think it makes sense to kind of wrap up our thoughts on this whole season no, yeah. well she was the, yeah, yeah. No, she, she was the major threat yeah it's her and just the world itself was the threat right that's yeah. we yeah. kind of forget about that but the walkers are dangerous they are uh very very dangerous and they you know that that's what you should be worrying about most of the time that's I another thing Mark- in this show to, oh go ahead man. I- 
I was just going to say, I, I would th- I would say that I think Martha helped with that because she was so kind of pro-Walker use when it came to weapons. Uh-huh. And it, did, it did help in, like, reemphasizing the fact that, yeah, these are dangerous things that are around us, and it's not just, you know, weather or random people that want to cause a ruckus. It's the fact that when you die, you become a, you know, flesh-eating monster thing, and we should probably be a little more weary of that. Yeah. I think for a long time the the walkers haven't been the main threat on the main show I mean, no. for a long, long time. No, and now I mean in this show the walkers are still very much a threat. So it's a little, it's almost annoying. It actually is annoying to say that just because of how much work you know Nicotero puts into all the designs of these walkers and the elaborate action sequences involving them, and then here we are saying. Yeah, that's fine, but you know who cares about walkers? There's all this Negan drama. Like, it's, it's like, <laughs> all right, but, but I did. But look at these wounds; they're so lifelike. I spent so much time on them. Yeah, but Saint Carl's here. We got to talk about Carl for two hours. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they kind of did it to themselves, right? You, you, they made us forget about those. You know, these yeah. these people are such superheroes when it comes to killing these walkers now that it's not even a big deal. They just go outside. I'll kill about forty. And then we'll uh, get back to what we're doing. The show lost itself, Daryl. It did. It totally did. Because you know what You it know is. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, Morgan uh, grabs Martha, puts her in the car, decides he's going to take her back. And she tells him of her backstory, that she was driving on the road. There was somebody that uh, was trying to get out faster, clipped the car. And that's how it ended up where it was. Because I think, you know, at the time we were like, how the heck did that accident happen? Right. You know, out in the middle of nowhere. But obviously, back when they were trying to leave, there was there was a lot more going on. Uh, and she talks about, which we've seen already, how she went out to the highway and she tried to flag somebody down and nobody would help. And makes a point of saying how she was weak and that she wasn't able to help him. And he was counting on her to help him. And... You know, like we talked about last time, I think she's being a little hard on herself at this point. I think her husband was was kind of done dealing uh, at that moment. I mean, he was stabbed yeah. through the midsection. Yeah, uh, it was no with way a, with a guardrail, which there's probably not much coming back from that. No. Um, but again, you know, in the you know, with all the insanity of the of the world going on, and then this happens on top of it, that's got to be enough to to make you uh, nutty. And so she's uh, she she doesn't want to go back. She she's still convinced that she knows who Morgan is, and uh, and she's gonna prove it to him. And uh, so we cut back to Al, who's working. She's finally got her her um, her van back, as she calls it. And uh, a little bit of foreshadowing, I guess. She's filling the the, uh, the <laughs> cooling system with antifreeze because she makes a point of saying how Martha ran it dry, basically ran it dry. And so she's filling that up, and then there's a couple walkers that are kind of sauntering up, and Al's like, yeah, I got them, no, no biggie. And as she's about to go, she, she falls down. And at this point, I thought, okay, we knew she was sick before, and she kind of right. healed herself back up. I thought, okay, maybe she wasn't as well as we thought she was, and that she still uh-huh. uh, you know, was either relapsing or having a, a bad reaction. Uh, and the rest of the group comes over to, to get her and is able to, to take down those walkers. Yeah, that's the thing that threw me a little bit, because when she went to grab the knife, I thought I saw a wound or something, and then I was thinking, ooh, was she, you know, like when she knocked her out, did she, you know, somehow sneak a bite on her, right, so that she wouldn't know? 
Well, there was a lot of missing time for her too. So right, you know, right. I thought, okay, did we miss something? So I thought that that's what happened, and because of the way she fell so fast, because I'm like, listen, I've never drank antifreeze on purpose. On but purpose, I did, but I did party back in the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I just don't know if it hits you like that. Like you're all right to run around, and then when you all of a sudden you just lose the ability to pull, you know, to concentrate and and whatnot. It just just seemed a little, you know, just seemed a little TV convenient. I to make it it trucks, I figured it was just truck stop coffee. Yeah, yeah I'm saying like, <laughs> no, no, we don't know what it is, and you never do when you drink truck stop coffee. Uh, it could do anything to you. That's some terrible stuff. Yeah, Morgan again. Morgan is talking with. Martha, and then she kind of fakes like she's she's not doing well, like she's really, really yeah. in a bad spot. Yeah, how and, many times do you fall for the same? Yeah, trick? and then right, yeah. she's like, "I'll take my meds, I'll take my meds." Mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. the boy and being Morgan goes to hand it to her. She yeah. grabs his hand. Uh, the car it runs the car into the side of of the cliff thing there, um, and wrecks the car. Um, and we find out after this that the rest of the group is very sick. Uh, that right. it's not just Al, it's all of them. Uh, that they're all like holding their sides. They're all very pale. Uh, they can't. They can't move. And they're trying to tell Morgan like that. You know, hey, something's not right. We need you back here. We're all sick. They are Star Trek sick, right? Where yeah. you, you're too weak, but then when you need to not be that weak, all of yeah. a sudden you can get up and do stuff. It's right. it's very TV like. So once Morgan kind of wakes up, it, we have this, this kind of interesting scene that was filmed where it's from Morgan's perspective and it like fades in and fades out. And it's I really wasn't sure at that point, like what Martha was doing to him, because she like it looked like she grabbed his head and turned it. And yeah, yeah, uh, it was it was kind of freaky. Uh, yeah. And uh, oh, get in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> get to the chopper. And to get to the chopper, uh, right. so she's able to pull him out, and uh, and he he comes to, and he's been like, st- so I don't think Martha stabbed him through the leg like that, right? Like that was something from like that was part of the accident. I'm assuming. I I thought that's what it was. Yeah, the car. It was Although, from the car. It was kind of a odd piece of metal that was stuck in his leg, but uh, but I definitely got the impression that it was part of the accident, not her. Yeah, I think she just wanted she once she saw what had happened and he was incapacitated. I think that that was just like you know, oh, there's no way he could rip that out of his you know. Yeah. She can get up and and go and save them. The car is 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 total, so that's part of her deal. Like you know, like she she just knew that she taunted him enough. She you know, you either kill me and be do what I want you to do, or or um. Or not, and uh, you know, or or somehow uh, let me, you know, let them die, and then you'll have nobody, and then yeah. you'll probably turn into somebody like like me anyway. So at this point, Martha is writing on Morgan's forehead. I lose people. I lose myself. All right, which right. is again the- faster. He's driving in Al's uh, SWAT van. Yeah. Get the I'm, trying to, I'm trying to mute. I'm trying to see how you turn the, the volume down. 
it's like we're 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 being we got moved to a, to the back of a truck. We're, we're riding an Al, we're riding an Al's van. That's what yeah. We're, we're all in the van. We're all we're trying in the to van. we're trying to bring you into the to the yeah, moment, we, people. We want you to know how it feels. Yes. The, yeah. This, this is this close to the forty as it gets when it comes to podcasting. Yeah. That's right. We're we're going method here, people. That's right. Uh. But at this point, you could tell Martha's not long for this world. Like she even yeah. makes a point of like that wound from where she took the shotgun blast in her in her shoulder. Mm-hmm. There is looking mighty ripe, uh, which she wanted. She said, ripe. "Didn't she say something like we? I waited until it couldn't be yeah saved. You know, like I couldn't be saved. So there is no way around it. You either you yeah. know yeah let me die or kill me." And at this point, she tells him that she she used antifreeze in the water. And so, again, Morgan's kind of like just out of range from the group. The group is trying to get to reach him, mm-hmm. and he can't tell them what's wrong so they could know what's what's going on. They they all just think that they they're sick. Um, now here's here's my problem. Uh-huh. Usually, these um these walkie talkies work over incredibly long distances. <laughs> yes. yes, until so you need one time when everybody's <laughs> sick. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> Not you know time. what it is? The walkie-talkie turned into Skype when you need to record it. When you when you need to do a show at a certain amount of time, that is Skype, right? It, it, 45 minutes of pre-show doesn't skip a yeah. beat. The minute yeah, you start yeah. that recording, all of a sudden it's all Nothing works out. right. Yeah. It's like it's like there's a I, there's some evil hand in it to, to mess with you while you're trying to do it. I just, she poured anti- <laughs> I just figured she poured antifreeze into the I'll, you know, poison that too. Oh, sure. Well, I thought, I thought uh, that maybe the batteries were in the walkie-talkie were powered by by uh, plot contrivance. <laughs> they were. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfect name for the batteries. Yeah. <laughs> they only work when you give up hope. That's right. <laughs> uh, so even after all this, like she, she can't. Like Morgan can't kill her. Uh, no. Nah. Like he grabs her and and tries to choke choke her out and he can't he oh he gets and man Lenny James had a crazy that was a crazy ass look on his face he get the crazy the the nose the mouth like that he gets the crazy and the and the flashes of of it goes back between the group uh, you know slowly dying yeah it's a moment it's a moment give in to your hate. Yeah, they, they were cutting to Palpatine. They were cutting yeah, to the, yeah. the, they were cutting to Tony Stark's dream of all the Avengers dying. No, <laughs> they're cutting to Mace Windu for no reason. Yeah, no Lando Bib at the Fort- gym working out. Bib, you know? Bib Fortuna was there for some reason. Yeah, cuts yeah. <laughs> the Batman looking at the looking about who's Martha. Why'd you say that name? He's looking, he's cut, looking back and forth. They cut to Carl Weathers' death scene in Predator yeah. for no reason whatsoever. No reason at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the arm that's with you know falling with the machine. Gun. Yeah, that falls on the ground with the machine gun. <laughs> and then it cuts to Bill Duke shaving his head for no reason at all. This is two Nothing. weeks in a row we've been yeah. sidetracked by the Predator. Sure I met I, I met Bill Duke at the Predator. I was at the Predator premiere. I sat in front of him and talked to him for a good long nice. time. It was great. That was probably yeah. that was probably a Just better experience than the movie itself. You probably it was, yeah, for sure, it was. Uh, he was he's a very nice man. You <laughs> talked to him about Mandy. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did, I did, yeah, because he was sitting with um, one of the associate producers of Mandy. So we were talking about Mandy for a bit. We were talking about Soderbergh movies because he was in Malini. So we were talking about that for right. a little bit. 
Yep. Anyway, that ends Aaron's Hollywood stories wow. second of the podcast. Wow. <laughs> and our continuing uh, talk of Predator two weeks in a row. Exactly. Uh, Anytime. <laughs> and Mandy. Yes. Uh, but he can't. He anyway. Morgan can't kill her. But he handcuffs her to the car, and he says, "I can't kill you." This is the whole like, "I can't, I can't kill you, but I don't yeah. have to stop. I don't have to. Save I don't you. have to save you, but yes. I can't let you kill nobody else." Yeah, uh, that's the deal. So, he, so then he it starts cutting to Liam Neeson, and yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Right. and they have the train crashes from its over thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scarecrow's there. It's great. So, yeah, so he handcuffs her to the car and basically tells her, like, yeah, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to make sure that you can't kill anybody else right. uh, before, you know, before, after you turn. And uh, and she, like, freaks out because uh, at this point she knows she's she's done. Like, you know, not she can't. like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ma- <laughs> he should have walked away. He should have walked away saying, you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. But then you say to her, like, what did you think the game plan was going to be? Like, <laughs> exactly. I exactly. Don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what was going to be the choice. It was either he, like, if if you don't knock him out to the point where he can't get up at all, then what did you think was going to happen if he doesn't kill you? He, he just, just knocked you over and go. thrown a match as he was walking away and did the I'm saying. And I'm not <laughs> I'm turning saying. back if the car explodes in the background. And he's like, then, it, then it cuts to Denzel. And like, that's <laughs> the Denzel walks out and says, hey, I copyrighted that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he walks away. Then The Rock walks away. Like The whole, the whole cast of Con Air walks, walks away. away. They all walk away. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just constantly cuts to all that. This is the listener's favorite episode of this podcast this season. I guarantee it. <laughs> all be. these tangents. Right. All these and tangents. The Carl song comes on. <laughs> yeah. the, the Carl song. They play the guitar and he's, that's all overhead. It, it just goes crazy. Let, okay. Let's not forget, though, because we're asking, like, why would you not think? This, she is crazy. We have to keep that she part in totally mind. is. I do. It's true. That's true. She, totally she is, is. She, she's, you know, she's, she's three bus stops she out of She had the town. precision to pour antifreeze into 400 things of bottled water, and right? Just enough to where it doesn't discolor it. Yeah, right. because or, you would or smell it. Or poison everyone. Yeah, because yeah, you, you. you would think to yourself, I know how, you, we all know how antifreeze smells, right? We've all had to open that cap. There's a reason in, right? it's day glow yellow like that. It's exactly. not because it's chemically, uh, that's that's how it comes together chemically. Exactly. You would think you would notice some kind of yellow discoloring in one of the bottles. There's no way that all of those bottles were perfectly clear. You know, maybe they're just going by Simpsons logic. If it's brown, drink it down. If it's black, throw it back. Oh. <laughs> they nasty. <laughs> He's just nasty. Too funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so Morgan Morgan starts the long walk back. Uh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, and he's limping away, and then he, of course he finds a yeah. car once again. To once again, stupid car. car. Yeah. Uh, Lowly I creep. Yeah, then he, yeah. <laughs> You know it's funny though, it's Niagara consistent Falls. and the cars that they show them hot wiring are uh-huh. older cars. Like they're uh, yeah. older yeah, they style are. ignition, oh. you know, it's right, not like right. you know that you're you know, not a, you know, they're from the nineties or, or very exactly. early aughts, at least. Uh so then that car runs out of gas and he keeps walking and he's walking. Um Like the walking day. Yeah. 
And, oh, and then, I see what you did there. Yeah. How about uh, that? Then we cut to Al, who finds her tapes, and uh-huh. as she thinks, like, okay, things are looking pretty grim here. She watches This Is Us and starts crying like I do. Yeah. she. I'm assuming that's her tape, right? The one she I gotta there. be, because it's so specific, right? Yeah. She goes right to that tape, and I thought, oh, we finally get to see what her deal is. And I'm still not sure. But it, yeah, they make a point of no audio. She's spinning no. back and forth. It, it seemed to me that the guy in there, there was a there was a man who was military. It looked like he had yeah. a military uniform, right? It was all in a baby, right? Right. And it appeared like it was pre outbreak. Yeah, it looked like that. That's the case. And just based on the way that she, she cried like she knew him, like. Well, yeah, that, but she said a couple things in this episode, and and it made me think that maybe she was, like, maybe her and her husband were military, like they were military husband and wife, or maybe she was mm-hmm. a military wife or something, And but it made, made it seem like she had... I, oh. I, I feel like I feel like they were. I'm sorry, I'm on a freeway. I'm, I feel like they were on a maybe like like uh, like like war journalists, like something like that, something maybe, along those yeah. lines. Yeah, like in like 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 in heavy heavy kind of you know heavy situations when they're doing their investigation, investigative journalism or reporting or what have you. But I I do feel like it's a fault of the show that they didn't you know either the, either the filmmaking as far as making this clear to us or just in general regarding the character, because it's like we had 16 episodes and we got a lot of time spent with all the other new characters, but we still know next to nothing about Al, which is Mm -hmm. like, okay, I mean, probably could have sacrificed one of the love story episodes with John to give a little more time to Al. Yeah, I would have liked a little bit to see what that, what the deal was. It was a little clearly. Like, he's still playing coy with that, and yeah, I would have liked to have known. I mean, I guess it gives us something to look forward to next season. I mean, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I've been I've been kind of saying that since the beginning of I mean since the introduction of her character that I would like to see a little bit more about that and about the uh, you know, the tapes in the background and all that and you know, the bog or whatever was written on her yeah because I, I do I yeah I do want to know her deal and all these people that she's taped or and not really helped right mm-hmm. and they made a point of saying that like she's she's taped all these people and they're in bad shape but she pretty much got in the car and went on about a business right. Um, so I would like to know what the deal is, but uh, yeah, we'll get it later. We'll see what happens. So, yeah, so the mystery continues with Al and her tapes and what her, what her story is. Um, but meanwhile, Morgan's like on the longest run ever. Yeah. yeah. It got, it got to the comedic, it got to comedic points for how many like walkie talkie exchanges. Like I'm almost there. I'm coming. (laughs) coming. (laughs) I got one more step. I'm, 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 I'm a few donut. miles back. I'm on I'm a, this. I'm a few <laughs> clicks away. I'm, I'm on a, my I'm, way. I'm a few hundred meters out. Yes. I'm around in the corner. Don't I'm you give up there. on me now. You got I'm to take this. the moat. <laughs> I'm going to swim by myself. I got this. I got this too. I'm running on tops of the heads of the walkers. You're going you're gonna to live. You're gonna, I found another <laughs> car that's broken down. I'm going to start it up. I got I'm on a magic carpet now. I'm flying a little bit. Oh, and I'm running on them trees, and then I'm gonna fly to you. I got you. You go. Come on, you got to. I can't lose you. Please. I'm roll, I'm ice blocking down a hill. I'm gonna get there. <laughs> I'm jumping rope right now. I'm on my way. I got you. I gotta skip it. I'm skipping over. 
I got a segue. I just found it. It's, it's starting up. It's gone. It's coming. I'm, I'm down the hill. <laughs> I found some little kids. I'm hopscotching. I'm getting there. Damn, I don't have anything left. <laughs> just waiting for you guys to run out. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just we're out and of we're done. <laughs> just don't die. Yeah. Uh, but Morgan, Morgan's able to finally tell them. Uh, what it is that's going going on, and that they're they've oh. been poisoned with uh, with the antifreeze, and so well, June said, immediately you know what it is, you know what and it they is. go what oh, is June, it? You know what it is. <laughs> and then he goes antifreeze. Damn, why y'all so bad? Yeah, and then she says ethanol, and so they're like, oh, we have a whole truck of it out there. Yeah, so so okay, happened. I'm no chemist, right? Right. You ain't there? no chemist. I, I know. I, you know what? I'm much like much like Morgan. I know exactly where you're going with this. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Were they just Go gonna ahead. drink that stuff? Like, yeah, I'm was saying. Like, like don't, ain't that gonna hurt? Like, isn't I, that worse? Like, I, the cure is worse than the disease kind of situation. Did, they, did we see them drink it, or did they like huff it? Like, maybe that would have been the. I don't know what the plan was. I guess that's my I don't question. Know, like, but they got sad when it started to drip out. Like, I was trying to figure out how they're going to work this. I feel how like they probably just didn't it. want to give the viewers ideas on how to, how to take in ethanol. But if I was to speculate, it seems like huffing might have been like the, the most practical way to get into the body. Right, that was the case. It didn't look like it all spilled out of the truck, right? I mean, yeah. couldn't they have just opened up the thing and just started sniffing? I don't like know. that. Didn't get. I didn't get that part. Like much, it, much like we're all I'm no, I'm no know, it's <laughs> Like it's in the truck still. Like there's no way all that stuff just came out of that truck when when she shot the thing up. So and it didn't blow up, right? That's the other thing. Um. So couldn't they just sniff the holes? Don't you don't you repeat that, children? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my new ringtone. Sniff the holes. Couldn't they just do that and it would get the? Let's, and put, let's put that get... on our banner photo. That's gonna be on the best, the the best of retrospective. Yeah, when we, when we finally get the WDTV merch going, put that on a shirt. Yeah. I'll be the shirt. Yep. <laughs> This uh, hat. <laughs> According to the site Expert Beacon, which I'm sure is uh-huh. very reliable, uh, given a, a 30 second uh, Google search, uh, mm. it, it says uh, the patient will be monitored and receive appropriate medications. In many cases, the patient will receive IV fluids to help rid the body of chemical and protect the kidneys. Mm. Nowhere does it mention anything about ethanol. Okay. I mean, you know, doctors used to prescribe heroin and opium, so I'm sure there's some <laughs> rudimentary way of using mm, it. you talking about the good old days. Give me that <laughs> watch, watch that show Lore on uh, Amazon Prime. You want to see some uh, of that kind of stuff. Ooh, doctor, watch, give, me, give me some of that. Uh, but yeah, uh, whatever. It well, here we go. Hmm? Ethanol is readily available in most hospitals, is inexpensive, and can be administered orally as well as intravenously for the treatment uh-huh. of ethylene glycol poisoning. Huh. Uh-huh. Who knew? Huh. I'm giving bulls a drink and uh, antifreeze. If there's one thing I know about most truck stops is that they have, they readily have lots of IVs available for people to use when it comes to this kind sure, of situation. Sure. Of course. Sure. Polar bear. <laughs> Love some of, of that antifreeze in the bottom. Yes. 
But anyway, so they des- they decide they they need some ethanol. There's there's a whole truckload of it, and mm-hmm. this is where where Daryl was saying earlier they get their uh, all of a sudden they have enough strength to muster together and leave you know go out the front door. Now they the June uh, and Charlie were banging on the window to kind of distract and pull as many of the the walkers away from the doorway as they could. All right. uh, and they're able to kind of make a path to the to the truck and don't quite get there and just as like all hope is lost Al is able to get into the to her uh SWAT van and right. totally open fire. That's that's what made me think she's military cuz she says come get some and then she she does. She knows how to load the yeah, she yeah, knows she how to load it yeah. quickly and check it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think she she's got to be military. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, all of us are gamers to some degree. If we all had access to machine guns and had some kind of like one-liner moment, we would all say, "Come get some." I don't know if we have any. Well, well I'm just thinking. I think, I would, so I think I'd be more apt to say, "Say hello to my little friend." But yeah, I get yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. I just well, I just, I just don't know if I could reload properly reload a bunch of fifty caliber right, machine right. guns. He's maintained this. Yeah, thing. That's true. I, that's the thing. Like, I don't care how many video games you play. You are not going to know how to maintain a military vehicle like that. I'm referring more to the line. I understand what oh, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, again, I, and I, don't, and I don't disagree. As again, I, I mean, if she was a war reporter or something, True. she was she was in the shit. I don't I don't right. deny that. Right. I yes. think I think that's like this is listen, Aaron. Listen, Aaron. She's <laughs> seen some shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know what it. I know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is exactly. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, when she opens fire, she punctures the the truck. And even though this quote truckload of ethanol, it seemed like maybe there was like twelve gallons in there that poured out, and suddenly it's all gone. Um, so they go back into the, the back into the to the truck stop. Um, Morgan's radio goes dead, um, and I love Strand's line where he says, "After all this time, I finally succeeded in drinking myself to death." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say first he said I pick a bad time to stop drinking. Yeah. And then he said, but I succeeded in finally drinking myself to death. Yeah. <laughs> um, I needed more strand. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, it should be more of that. So, of course, everything looks very desperate. Uh, and yeah. then, everybody, everybody has goals in life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was funny the way Morgan walks into the to the truck stop. It was almost like a Kramer style of like he did opens the he's door like, and almost like stutter stops as he gets he's in. Like guys, it's like I'm here. Guys. Uh, I got it. I got, I got it. something. He's like I made yeah. a stop along the way, and he goes ethanol. Yeah. He goes, isn't that basically just like alcohol? And June says yes, and he's like, well, I made a stop <laughs> along the way. And then, of course, what do we find? But a truck of Augie's ale. I, I thought that was cool. I mean, corny. Yeah, very I mean, corny. it was, but. But it's okay to it, be. Yeah, but I thought it was very cool. Yeah, 40. That's fine. We could, Sometimes fine. we could use a little old-fashioned. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Literally that, using old-fashioned. That's old right, Agent Coulson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. And 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 what did she say? In, uh, she had a good line that was kind of funny. Jimbo saved us, saved, saved us, saved our lives twice or something like that. Yeah. The, but she said, she called him a name, though, that she always does. Like that. Oh, she goes, here's to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's to you. I, I was like perfect. Which that is funny. Perfect. Did you guys ever watch uh, Twelve Monkeys? Yes. So the show? No. Yeah, yeah. So Aaron Stanford. No. There's there's a some some stuff that happens in the show, but he refers to himself as asshole and future asshole. So I, yeah. I thought it was funny yeah. that he does. He uh, totally does. I forgot about that. Yeah, that they they anyway. It was just kind of funny. Um, 
and everybody gets to get drunk. It's fun when everybody. It, see, that's America. It, when <laughs> everybody can get drunk at the end, that's pretty much. And, and I love what Strand says to uh, to Charlie. He's like, he, or not not Strand, but John. Not he, John. He's not having the fact that Charlie is drinking. He's like, he's like, only because you're being poisoned. He goes, don't get poisoned again until you're 21. I can see who the lean parent is going to be in this whole thing. Because <laughs> yeah. she's like John, and he's like. I'm just saying, she can't <laughs> drink again. She can't drink antifreeze again until she's in the dope. Like, yeah, I see their problem. They're going to have. Yeah. So, happy ending. Uh, Morgan even goes back to put down Martha properly uh, and bury mm-hmm. her. So, as. Yeah, they're all tired of that. Shit. They're, they're yeah. looking at him like, uh, enough already? Like, can really? we Can we go now? Yeah. <laughs> um. A lot of heavy sighs in the background as yeah. he's just standing there, walking at her one ar- one arm self. I'm saying, like, sheesh, you could have just hit it with the car. Could have been the same thing. <laughs> That's what I'd have did. Like, why are you at the time doing this whole thing? The show, the show could use more droll humor like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. All the trouble she put us to. Anybody poison me with antifreeze, we, I ain't doing it in a sweet way. Okay. Uh, you got to go. But then they talk about going to Alexandria, and Morgan says, no, we're not going to Alexandria, that, you know, we're going to stay here, we're going to help people, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to basically go back, we're going to go to that we, where, yeah. warehouse. We the new police. Yep. We're going to fill up that truck, yeah. and we're going to, we're going to keep, keep doing what Polar Bear was doing, and right. um, so they end up finding, what was it, a, a denim warehouse? Is that what it was? A denim yeah. factory? Um, yeah, a denim warehouse, yeah. Yeah, and then has all all the stuff in there and mm-hmm. uh said man at the very end that was that was some road warrior stuff at the very end like that yeah man got, we were, we, know, we stuff ready attached to the bumpers and yeah and all their trucks are and cars are tricked out and it was like a military they t- it literally turned this show it seemed it feels like they literally turned into a rescue uh kind of kind of team like a rescue team or a police kind of thing because john's got the guns and everything yeah it's like they're taking back the world like they're yeah yeah. like they're like they're like they're avenging it so they can have some kind of group name and everything too yeah yeah i don't know what would we call them then like the uh the rescuers down south Mm. (laughs) the denim army you know denim (laughs) the antifreeze fighters the denim elliots oh the Dan, yeah, the Denim Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Brody. <laughs> <laughs> it was a deep cut. And then they yeah. all combined there into There are three people that heard that and were like, that's a good joke. No, that <laughs> joke. I knew Aaron would get it. I know that <laughs> joke. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of like, I didn't see it going this route, right? But I kind of do like that deal. Like, you know, they're kind of being the... The because uh, there's nothing left. There's no kind of organized, uh, you know, any kind of military or police or anything like that right and now. I'm, I'm super glad they decided not to go back to Alexandria. Yeah, I never, yeah. I never felt like that was a real thing. Yeah, I felt, yeah. I just didn't want it to go longer. I didn't want it to go longer. Like, oh, we got to get to, uh, we got to get to that. To them, and then something else happens, and then something else happens. Like I'm glad that it just was like, you know what? Never mind. We let's just I, do this. I was, I was, a, I was 
Because I could have easily seen it being like, well, we got to like get the ratings going on these things. So let's have some kind of giant crossover event or something. Anyway, but yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad they're, they're, you know, they're kind of set their own identity and they kind of start sticking with it. So that's cool. I'm I'm happy with that. It's almost like they're going to be, they're not going to have like a main, you know, kind of like on the main show or even in the past seasons where it's like, they had the ball field, they had the, you know, the, the, I guess the the boat, and then they had mm-hmm. you know where they went with those crazy the the crazy people, and like there's there's kind of like been a base of operations. It almost seems like they're they're totally going for the the rolling like nomad lifestyle. Like they're just constantly right. just you know on the road, uh, rolling rolling yeah. around. They're Delta I Force. Think. They should have played that music, right? The, the Delta Force music back in the day. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They should have did that. Got Chuck Norris. Or maybe the Mega Force. Oh, the Mega Force. Oh, there you There's go with the flying guy. motorcycles. Oh, yeah. With the flames on the side. Barry Bostwick's finest hour. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now that's a deep cut. Yeah, no doubt. Anyway. Well, cool. So that is I Lose Myself. But before right. we get into our. Toby ratings. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Message from our sponsor. You mean DCBService.com? That's the one. Also known as Discount Comic Book Service, also known as InStockTrades.com. Oh my God, let me tell you all about these people. They are awesome. Tell me. First of all, ladies, gentlemen, undecided, and other, it is the beginning of October. Do you know what that means? What? You better get your Christmas shopping done, son. And you know where you want to go to save your money? Where? If you got a geek in your life, DCBService.com. You know why? They have comic books. They have graphic novels. They have trade collections. They have hardbound Omnibuy, all of The Walking Dead, or any other comic that you may crave or want to enjoy or love. They have statues, action figures. They have clothing. They have collectibles. They have gaming supplies, uh, which has become pertinent to me lately. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have somebody in your life that is a geek or a geekly inclined, then by all means... Uh, you need to head it on over to DCBService.com and get with it, people. You only have a couple of, what, two or three months till Christmas or Kwanzaa or Passover or whatever, or, or Festivus, Festivus or... right, or whatever whatever uh, gift-giving holiday you happen to enjoy and, and celebrate. Uh, last time I talked about the Golden Girls Chia Pets. Evidently, they're doing a whole line of Chia Pets of different people. I'm Whoa. looking at the box. The Bob Ross Chia Pet is twenty percent off this week. What? You want to be, you know paint happy little cloud? That's an appropriate Chia Pet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they have a predator, and, and, and since we've been talking about the predator, they have a Chia yeah. Pet predator uh, that is also twenty percent off. Wow. Instead of dreads, he has like the the Chia grass growing out of his head. It's pretty sweet. Um, we also they also have Halloween supplies there. Oh my God! It's Gizmo from uh, from Gremlins as a Chia Pet too. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Oh, but you can't wet them though. I know you're not supposed to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, again, if you enjoy The Walking Dead, you want to catch up on the the graphic novels or the comics. This is the cheap and and uh, the cheapest place you're going to find them. And it's not like some big box uh, place. Like for instance, I just had I just ordered something from Amazon not too long ago, and uh, it never came. It got lost in the mail, and it has been a huge, huge hassle to get a replacement from them. 
I have gone back and forth with the original shipper and with Amazon trying to get my thing replaced. It's been three weeks now, and I still haven't gotten it back, uh, gotten it taken care of. But you won't have that problem if you order from DCB Service because no. these are people that are good to work work with. They're a small company. They're, they uh, you know, they care about their business. They care about their customers. And they you know every, every time I've ever heard of a problem with anything they have sent or sold, they take care of it too sweet. Uh, so, and again, the prices can't be beat. You're talking 30, 40, 50, 60% off of stuff. Just go check out their specials. The prices on their specials alone are going to blow you away. Um, you know, I'm, oh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, Jubilee Edition just came out. A beautiful hardcover yes. edition of the original League of Extraordinary Gentlemen book in a hardcover. Uh, 50% off at DCB Service right now. Only $37.50 off of $75 uh, price tag. Um, I was going to mention that because I just I just got some new. I just I, I went to that site to get some the uh, the Nemo trilogy because I never actually read that as far as the oh that's the league goes. Great stuff. Yeah, the Tempest has been really good too. The new stuff. I don't know if you you read the new issues. Uh, that I, I, will, I gotta I gotta catch up, and I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah, it's incredible so far. But if you again graphic novels, uh, comic books, uh, art, uh, you know uh, art posters. Um, Statues, action figures, clothing, collectibles, they have it all. And at better prices than you're going to find anywhere else, and with better service than you're going to find anywhere else. So by all means, do all of your holiday shopping at dcbservice.com. Save a lot of money and have good people uh, take care of you well. Um, And thank them for their their continued support of the Walking Dead TV podcast. Excellent. Uh, So now we can get into our Toby ratings. Aaron, I'll let you go first. Am I coming in clear? You can hear me? Quick. Quick. Do it okay. quick. Um, I I would give it a solid four uh, Tobies. Um, I, I think this is a solid season finale. Um, a few errors in judgment aside as far as characters making plot convenient choices. Um, I still, I, I like this season overall. I'd probably give the season overall four Tobies out of five as well. Um, but I think this final episode does a good job of wrapping things up as far as the new characters are introduced to, um, uh, containing the story that was being told in the second half, which is pretty radically different from the first half of the season. And, uh, yeah, no, setting us setting a stage up for a, a good uh, fifth season, which is something I didn't think I would be saying at the beginning of the Fear of the Walking Dead this season. So here we go. Daryl? Uh, I would also have to give it a four out of five. Uh, because it, it just was that good. I enjoyed the the how it ended. I enjoyed uh, uh, watching them. Uh, I all the all the character development that's happened uh, this season was, was just enjoyable to watch, and how they came out of it as a group and 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 all you know as friends and the family. I mean, I liked how it all came together. I liked the. Um, the choices of, of you know of bad guy or whatever they had to face and using the environment as the thing that they had to fight to survive because it should be that way in this world uh, where the walkers are the most dangerous thing in, that exists um, and they made them dangerous again and I enjoyed them dealing with that and lack of supplies and and uh, all that kind of stuff. There was a few things that took a point away because. Uh, things like not being able to tell that the water, all the water was was poisoned with antifreeze, little things like, you know, the gun 
her having the gun and the weapon and being able to take that woman out, uh, Martha out, and not doing it because they needed the story to go a little bit longer. Little things like that uh, kind of took the point away. But other than that, it did not take away my enjoyment overall of the episode and the season as a whole. Mr. Dietz? I give it a four as well. I don't mean to sound like a parrot here with everyone else, but, I mean, it's been solid. I like the way it set itself apart from the parent show. I like the way it's uh, kind of subverted expectations here on the uh, the finale. Uh, I like, you know, where where it's going, where it's set up for the next season. I like the fact that they didn't have to resort to killing a major character or anything to kind of give it a good, solid season ender. And, uh, yeah, I give it a four probably for the season overall, too. It's it's. Definitely one of the most improved uh, TV shows uh, this year, for sure, over the first few seasons. So, uh, And I'm, I, I give all the, uh, the credit in the world to uh, the new showrunners and the new writers and the new directors you know, for turning it around and uh, making it the show you know, that I'm looking, really looking forward to the next season of, as opposed to just kind of rolling my eyes and thinking, oh, this again. So <laughs> definitely uh, four out of five. Well, as been has been the trend this half season at least. I'm going to also give it a 4. And and again, I think I'd give this half season a 4. Very solid. Uh I I really like where they're going. I like the way they're differentiating this from the main show. I like the additional cast that they've added. Uh it's just been a solid uh outing. I th- I think the the thematic stuff that we talked about uh th- especially this half season with the little vignettes at the beginning that kind of tell a story have been uh have been pretty cool. Um and I, I I can't wait to next season. I mean, I think I'm more honestly, I think I'm more excited about season 5 of this show than I am even of season 9 of the upcoming show. Um and I don't know if Agreed. it's just, Yeah, I don't know if it's just cuz it's kind of been reinvigorated or uh or or what yeah so i think i think uh i think good now uh but nobody cares what we think well maybe a few people care i care what you guys think but you know some people don't care uh but what are what are the what are the good people out there in the internets have to say about this episode well if you are a fan of the show and i i hope you are because you've been listening this long uh then by all means come join the facebook group the walking dead tv podcast facebook group on Facebook, oddly enough, and uh, you can uh, drop in your Toby ratings for Fear the Walking Dead or your Buster ratings for the upcoming season of The Walking Dead. We just added a, a few new members this week. I'd like to extend my welcome to them. Hello. And uh, again, you know, we, we have uh, news there. We have funny memes. We got all kinds of stuff going on. And you can chime in like DeRay Irvin did. Uh, on this episode of the Fear of the Walking Dead, it doesn't. She said it doesn't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. I love this episode and I love the season five. Toby's all around. Thank you guys for keeping this podcast going. It's the highlight of my week. Looking forward to the Walking Dead proper and the interesting discussions to be had. Absolutely, and so are we, Durant. Uh Susan Monk chimed in with four reoccurring leg injuries out of five. It's been a really good season with a little Walking Dead PTSD in the middle. <laughs> Uh, sad to see Tanya Pinkins go, but not everyone can turn their life around like Momo. Uh, so looking forward to next season, even if only for Morgan's next leg injury. David <laughs> uh, III, 4.5 Momos can open a door, but zombies cannot out of five. Excellent closure to the season storyline. Only real items to bitch about are everyone's innate ability to start a car. <laughs> you read our mind, David. Uh, and, the, and the dramatic... Final dramatic gas station uh, door opening. 
I almost thought they were going to kill everyone off except Momo and start fresh again next season, maybe make it a recurring thing. They got me. Uh, Brent Jones, too. I guess I'm the only one who didn't like it out of five. I hated Fat Michonne, and I'm glad she's gone. I just oh. felt like the first. Yeah, I just felt like the first half had so much momentum that they literally got bogged down in the mud in this half. We don't uh, fat shame on this show. Uh, I was going to say that's a, a little much. <laughs> do that. Yeah. Well, uh, Johnny Stower too. Did the directors have it written on their foreheads? I write like crap, and I lose viewers out of five. Oh. Wow. Uh, this season started so good, but I guess it slid out in the back half. The writing makes no sense. Last episode, Jim was on the roof asking Morgan, ever see any walkers move with broken bones? Jumped 30 minutes later, and he flung himself off the roof and landed on a car, and it didn't break any bones. And could walk after landing on his back from the roof? As soon as they said ethanol, I knew it was going to be Jim's beer to save them. I don't know, bummed about Madison still. Anyways, thanks for covering it like always, and here's to Walking Dead next week. We should have a contest for how and what episode Rick dies since his AMC is blasting his death out. Hmm. That's something to think about. Uh, uh, it's just final episodes. We don't know if he's dying. It's just saying Rick grabs his final episodes. That's all we know for sure. Be a, be a lottery, you know. Uh-huh. He, could, he could fly off in that magic carpet Morgan found on his way to the <laughs> <next> station. <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, Charlie Messing, uh, four out of five Tobies. This was an okay final. Good setup for next season. Morgan has the purpose he was looking for for the season. It's five out of five. They should turn the show totally around. Sadly, the ratings are not reflecting it. Okay, well, new week. The beginning of the Rick ending starts. Not looking forward to that at all. Rob Cook, five. Don't drink the coffee. Antifreeze is not the new NutraSweet. Out of five. Uh, the com- yeah. yeah. The comment by Al gave it away for me, unfortunately. I uh, still can't get my head around Morgan's need to save filthy lady. She was a nightmare. Glad she left her uh, to turn and glad she, she left her. I guess he meant he. Uh, glad he left her to turn in the end. Uh, glad for this show over the parent show. The directing gave a real sense of peril with the zombies. The payoff always being a Saturday matinee style barnstorming escape. In this instance, the SWAT van machine gun kills, and the Morgan just turning up with beers at, at the uh, death. Uh, just enough wine cracks, wise cracks to keep it from being a nihilistic misery. This is exactly what the series and the genre need. It is zombies, after all. Um, overall, the season is yeah. an excellent. Yeah. Uh, overall, the season is an excellent. Four point seven five out of five. Can't wait for season five, which I thought never thought I'd say be writing a year ago. Uh, roll on the parent show. I'm pretty nervous about the many ways they can screw it up, to be honest. But let's be positive together. <laughs> uh, cheers, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Chopper Cherry Cherrington, the marathon man himself. Uh, 4.75 miners getting wasted out of five. Nice strong finish to the season, which overall has been excellent. I think Morgan going over to Fear was a masterstroke. The reboot has worked really well. Looking forward to next season. Uh, I just hope the return of the parent show is as strong. On a separate note, thanks to all you guys for continuing to produce an excellent, entertaining podcast. I know it has been a difficult summer, but all of us listeners truly appreciate the hard work you put into it. Well, thank you, Richard. It's yes, great. thanks a lot. Uh, Jason Greening, uh, new name in the forums here. 4.5 denim factories out of 5, with a point five solely for John Dory's reaction to Charlie drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> Solid finish to the season, but I was let down with the last minute swore from heading to Alexandria to staying in the area. Seeing Morgan give John Dory the directions to Alexandria makes me wonder if Morgan will be killed before they eventually head there. Uh, the second half of the season wasn't nearly as evenly paced as the first half, but this was hands down the best season of the series so far. And I think 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yuki Yoshi Sawada says, Kampai, sorry, I'll try next week. <laughs> <laughs> Normally he has a very lengthy comment for us, but not this time. So, as I mentioned, please join the group, the Walking Dead TV Podcast Facebook group. You will know it's us because you'll see the cartoon drawings of us as zombies on the top of the page, except for Russ, because Russ cannot be photographed, as mm-hmm. he is already a member of The Walking Dead. But uh, join the group by all means, and uh, get ready for the next season so you can drop your Buster ratings for the next season of The Parent Show, which is next week, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it boy, is. Boy, no, no rest for the wicked. I'm going to start writing about this again. <laughs> no rest for the wicked, my friends. No. Uh, we will be there, though, as always. Well, excellent. Um, and if you're not a part of the Facebook uh, community or don't do f- the Facebooks at all, you can always email us, wdtv at hhwlod.com. We'd love to read your email on the air. Um, and drop us an iTunes review. Uh, we haven't asked for iTunes reviews in a, in a while, but that always helps the show, helps us get recognized, improves our rankings, because we are the best Walking Dead TV podcast on the Internet. Um, and we appreciate everyone for listening. Um, and you can catch more of me on this very network on It's All Connected uh, occasionally when we put out a new episode, which will hopefully be soon, as soon as uh, things things calm back down. Um, but, Mr. Taylor, where can folks hear your uh, stylings? Um, well, you can either go to the Taylor Network uh, feeds that, it's available on iTunes and also available on Stitcher Radio as well as Google Play. And you can check me and Jim on uh, and and Donnie on Nothing's On, which we are covering oh, all the TV premieres because I watched them all. I watched quite a few, not all, but I'm um, trying to catch up to you. But we we will we will definitely get into that and and cover all that good stuff. Uh, and also we have uh, with with Russ we and and Campbell and and Hassan, we are going to uh, for the Gotham by Geeks podcast we're going to get into the passing of Norman Brayfogle who was a very very popular Batman artist uh, and get into his work and his contributions to Batman in general and comics also and also catch up on some of the Baltimore Comic Con stuff and. Uh, also, Crisis Heroes in Crisis, the uh, the new uh, DC event that's going on right now, and and all that other stuff in Bat World, uh, and and a whole bunch of other podcasts that are on the network that you can uh, check out as well. With Doctor Who, uh, the Thirteenth Doctor coming uh, coming on in a couple days, uh, we will definitely be covering that on the Tardis podcast. So we we pretty much have all that stuff covered. On the yeah, that reminds me. I got a question. I got a question to you guys about Doctor Who. I'm mean, like to. Maybe I'll email it to you guys for the okay. podcast. You definitely, you can do He's that. Not a real you. Doctor Jim. He's not a real <laughs> Doctor. She's Are you sure? Doctor. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I was yeah, watching. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I watched the Peter Cush version the other day, and I had a serious question about Doctor Who. We'll, we'll, we'll was Peter Cushing one of the doctors? It was a movie that they it was made. the movie okay. one. It was Doctor Who and the Daleks, and it was like in the '60s. Yeah, I know, like very. I know the bare minimum. Yeah. But I was I'm like, with I'm you. Like, you. I'm not a big Doctor Who guy. Yeah. But Peter Cushing does light my eyes up, so I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, Aaron, where can folks hear and read and see your stuff? Well, unlike Daryl, there's only one pop. 
podcast when it comes to media I have to worry about, and that's out now there in a name, um, where my co-host Abe and I talk about new movies weekly, the newest releases. We also do a commentary track every month, but that's none of that really matters because it's October, which means we're going to have all our special bonus horror episodes, horror episodes, um, which are a lot of fun to do. We've been doing them for four years in a row now, where each week in October, in addition to our regular episodes, we talk about various subjects um, concerning the horror genre, uh, which is a lot of fun. So we have a lot of cool things prepared for uh, for that throughout the next month. Uh, so that's the, all the podcast stuff out now there. Um, you can also find all my writing over at WeLiveEntertainment.com. I will be gearing up to write about The Walking Dead as a do every year so that's going to be there along with all my film reviews and what have you i will plug an article that i did write and i was very proud of a few weeks ago um 10 reasons why michael jackson's thriller is the great one of the greatest horror films of all time um i'll even link to that on the facebook page so i forgot to do that for Please some reason do. and it doesn't bother me so why not yeah, yeah that was um, a good was article that. um thank you um and yeah you can find uh, me on twitter at aaron's ps4 jim deets well, as uh, Daryl mentioned, uh, nothing's on on the TaylorNetworkPodcast.com. Donnie and I are going to be doing our top five uh, horror movies and top five horror movie, uh, horror TV shows as a special uh, Nothing's On uh, Halloween edition, so check out that as well as our ongoing coverage of all the new TV shows. And uh, you can also catch me on uh, OldMagicGaming.com. We have our weekly uh, live play RPGs that we kind of turn into radio plays with soundtrack music and special effects and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, plus, we're going to be uh, having a, a posting our blog from CaveCom. Uh, something I did want to plug a little bit, though. On November 10th, we're going to be taking part in the Extra Life event, uh, which is to raise money for a network of children's hospitals all over the country. Uh, we're going to be playing a six-hour D&D game on Twitch.tv Live uh, to raise money. We'll be taking uh, donations and, and contributions for that all through the month of October at oldmagicgaming.com. We'll be setting up the widget pretty soon. Uh, so we're really excited about that, and that'll be a lot of fun. We're kind of pulling the Old Magic Gaming All-Stars together for a, for a game there uh, for Extra Life, which is a great cause. So definitely check that out, oldmagicgaming.com. Excellent. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode uh, so until next week when we do the season nine premiere, yes, ninth season of The Walking ah. Dead, and we've been doing this since before season one. Mm-hmm. Um, until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, some fish just can't be caught. Ooh, look at you! You're ready. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>